Hello and welcome to Pastor Well. I'm Herschel York, Dean of the School of Theology at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, and pastor of the Buckron Baptist Church in Frankfurt. I like to answer the questions and deal with the issues that ministers face as they serve the Lord in their church. And today I want to talk about whether or not you should preach firmly about secondary and tertiary issues. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, uh, Dr. Moeller has very helpfully uh, talked about what he calls theological triage. And theological triage is like, if we take doctrine, we divide them up into three levels of things. The first things are, first tier doctrines are the things that define Christianity. Things like the doctrine of the Trinity. If you don't believe in the Trinity, you're a heretic. It, it is a, a true first tier issue. You, there's no compromise on first tier issues. Secondary issues, though, would be things that are very important. They sort of define us, say, denominationally. Uh, things like the mode of baptism. I don't believe, uh, for instance, that everybody uh, who believes in baptizing babies, I, I don't believe that that defines them as an unbeliever. It's not a first-level issue, but I think it's really, really important. It does define me as a Baptist, and it's extremely important in my church. That's that's not optional at uh, Buckland Baptist Church. The reality is I don't think it's optional at any Baptist church that I know of. Immersion is the mode, and we believe in believer's baptism. That defines us. We're not saying everybody else who does something else is lost, but it does define us denominationally. It, it It's a doctrine to which we adhere because we believe it's important. And then a third level issue would be things that issues that we could have like within the same church. We could have differences of opinion on these things. Uh, it, like for instance, I think eschatology goes in that. Uh, my dad was a dispensationalist and I am what's called a historical premillennialist. We joked about it, but it didn't in any way divide us. My dad and I were members of the same church. I was his pastor for seven years, and we loved one another. We never had a crossword about eschatology, and I think that's probably the way that that should be with most people. Some people make it a much bigger issue than that, but I think it's a, a, a third-level issue. So here's the question. How firmly should I preach these things that are secondary and third-level issues? Well, uh, for secondary issues, I think within your church, you need to be really clear that these are, though these don't define Christianity, they do define our church. These things are not optional for membership in our church. So someone can be a Christian and believe in baptism by sprinkling, but they can't be a member of Buckron Baptist Church and believe it because that defines us. I think it's very important, uh, especially these days, that uh, we define ourselves. We have a clear statement of our faith and we let people know the basics of our faith when they come into our church. Because frankly, if, if we're not clear on these things, eventually you, you could have a large group of people in your church who really don't believe the defining doctrines of your church. And that could be problematic. If a, a Baptist church, for instance, did not talk about believer's baptism, and sort of acted like this is a non-essential issue, 
acting like it's a third-level issue instead of a second-level issue, eventually you won't have a Baptist church. You'll just have some amalgamation or some uh, some sort of ill-defined uh, group of Christians, but it's really not a church that coheres because of doctrine. And if it doesn't cohere because of doctrine, it won't cohere long. But third-level issues, I'm going to preach them with conviction. I believe what I believe, but I think I'm going to also explain that people are welcome in this church who don't see this as I do. And I try to do that with eschatology. I try to do that with certain points of my soteriology. Uh, I, for instance, believe in what's sometimes called a limited atonement or particular redemption, but not everybody at Buck Run believes that. That's not essential. We don't divide over that, the extent of the atonement. Uh, we all believe that Jesus died for those who would repent and believe in him. And that's in our doctrinal statement. And we don't go beyond that. Now, when I preach, I'm going to be honest with a text. I'm going to preach it the way I believe that text says. But I'm also going to make sure that that uh, people that see it differently than me who are faithful uh, and they're not in any way argumentative, I want them to be very welcomed in our church. The way I explain it is this. There's a big difference in teaching something differently than me and in teaching against me. Now, that would be a problem. I one time had uh, an executive pastor who did not, he was not as reformed as I was in his soteriology. We never once had a problem. And it didn't bother me. If he were teaching a class and he said, well, Dr. York sees this differently than I do. That, that's not a problem. If he goes, well, I believe Dr. York is wrong. Okay, there's an attitude there. That's a big, that's a different thing. So I believe that in the way we teach these things, if we teach them with an ironic spirit and an open heart, and we clearly uh, establish that here's what I believe, here's what I believe the scripture says, but there are faithful brothers and sisters within our church, within our our broader Baptist family that see this differently than I do, that's okay. Now, I will say that as a practical matter of preaching, I don't think it's usually good, like if you're preaching the book of Revelation, to go through in every passage in Revelation, well, here are the four views people hold on this passage. First of all, you'll wear people out. Secondly, you'll confuse them. They, they can't follow along. Preach it your way. At one time I, I talked to Adrian Rogers about this, and he told me that he had toyed with some other eschatological views, but he told me that when he preached in his pulpit, he was 100% dispensationalist, and I can affirm he was. But in private conversation, he was much more open to talking about some things, and yet when he, when he preached it, you didn't know that because he just he wasn't willing to confuse people on it. He thought this was right. And he taught it that way. And I think that's the best way to do. So you need to be clear when you teach those third level issues and what you believe and why you believe it. I also think you need to make sure that you don't teach your own preferences as though those were doctrines. I grew up in an independent Baptist church, part of a group of independent Baptist churches, where Every church I went to, they the previous pastor had some type of uh, preferences that had become the doctrinal convictions of the church. I'm not making this up. When I was a 
little kid. My dad pastored a church that was against air conditioning because it was they saw that as a worldly enticement to get people to come, <laughs> to, come to church. My dad my dad answered that, well, let's get rid of the furnace too. <laughs> you know, if, if it was wrong to keep them cool in the summer, it was probably wrong to keep them warm in the winter. Uh, that kind of silliness can often be taught as though it's the Bible. Uh, also, they, they weren't allowed to, no missionary could show slides because that was worldly entertainment. Well, you know, those things might be your preference. You might have certain preferences like that, but don't teach them as though they're the Bible, because those are applications and preferences that are nowhere in Scripture. So be clear about where the true biblical lines are. Be clear about what is your opinion and interpretation, and be welcoming on the things that uh, are not defining issues, though you're very, very clear on the things that are. And when you do that, you help people know what you believe, you help them learn to understand the Bible and the way it should be understood, and that will help you pastor well.